gonna go on a, I don't know, break or something. Say he's been here a long day, so I got a good filler coming in here from uh, San Diego. Are you born and raised local? Guam? Mr. Rob Santos. You can see right here. Which I think he was just, weren't you just back home and like, like uh, during like a big old uh, YouTube uh, incident where you were like went live and like. I uh, Well, actually I was back home, uh, let's see, last June. Wait, uh, September. No, oh, what the heck? This was 2017, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, so I was back home, uh, this is after I quit ABC 10 News here in San Diego, and I went back home yeah, uh, for my guys. dad's. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I could say that. I uh, know. <laughs> but I went back home uh, in part because my, my dad's celebrated my dad's birthday, okay. 88 years old. And uh, while I was back home, Kim Jong-un from, you know, you know, you know right, Kim right. Jong-un? Yeah. You know, North Korea. Uh, he decides to threaten to attack Guam with a, a nuclear missile. Right. And, uh, you know... You know, President Trump? Right. Yeah, so they, they go back and forth on Twitter. Or, no, I think President Trump was on Twitter and Kim Jong-un was responding. Right. Uh, so anyway, so that was going on. And so a former manager of mine here uh, uh, in San Diego, he, you know, told the folks over at CNN, hey, there's a, you know, journalist back home on Guam. Yeah. Do you want to interview him? So for one week, I found myself thrust into working for CNN reporting about this. They wanted to know, you know, local reaction. Right. And so here they have a local guy that happens to be back home on vacation. And, you know, I was only there for four weeks. So as much as I wanted to work for CNN at the same time, I was like, uh, we got all these things planned with my family, you know, oh, nieces yeah. and nephews. We got, we had, we were going to Telefufu Falls got that weekend. Robert Joyce working. I know. <laughs> Even when I'm back home. So I'm glad that I actually had a chance to, uh, it only lasted for five days. And then right. something major happened here back in the States. And at the same time, things started to quiet down. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was crazy. Cause I saw it on Facebook or something like that. And I was like, holy shit, Robert Santos is back on Guam right now? Yeah. And I was like, uh, you're just yeah, you're going live. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, thanks. I got a lot of feedback, you know, for just through Facebook. People seeing me from really all over the world, right? Right. Because um, at first it was just to be uh, just supposed to be uh, interviews on CNN International, okay. and then after I went on uh, CNN Domestic, which is uh, based out of uh, uh, Atlanta, then they started calling. Hey, can we book you for our? You know, because they all have all different shows right. throughout CNN. So Robin Mead, who's one of the big anchors there, she had me on her show as well, and. She was nice. She had asked me live on the air about my father. You know, how's your how's your dad doing? I heard you on Guam just for his birthday, and right. this happened. And so she was, it was. I was a big fan of Robin's to begin with, but after that, you know, so I was able to show my dad's photo, you know, on national television. It was it was it was a cool experience, despite the you know the, the circumstance surrounding it. So you're you're tomorrow. You're you're full tomorrow. Yeah. As far as we know, as far as we go way back. But you know, as I always tell people, as I've learned. We're all like a mix, right? But as far as I know, I mean, our parents, uh, my parents are Chamorro. Uh, Duaneus is my middle name. Oh, yeah. That's my um, last name. Oh, wait. I just told you my <laughs> password. Can you? I got to hypnotize you on. You got to forget that maiden <laughs> name because that's my code word for some things. Uh-oh. <laughs> Great. Wonderful now. Well, this has gotten awkward. <laughs> just D. <laughs> just D. Letter D. That's yeah. it. No, that's my last name, too. Duaneus. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> but, um, wait, we're probably related. I don't know. All right. That's the first thing that people say to you. Oh, right, you're probably my, uh, my cousin. I know, yeah. You're like, no, I don't want to be related. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks, though. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you never, you never know. Small. Yeah, uh, it's, and it's usually that family name that gives it away, once you right. know that family name. But it's very interesting, you know, having been born on Guam, all those things, those were the ways that we identified the clans, the different clans, right? right? And then moving back here, because I've kind of, you know, had this, both experiences, born being born and raised on Guam and then moving out here and, you know, going to college and then having a career out here. 
that things are different. <laughs> things are different, you know, back here where you don't really know. Did you like, graduate from from high school in Guam? Yeah, I went uh, Maria Ujoa Elementary School. Anybody? You know? Dedito <laughs> Middle School, and then John F. John F. Kennedy Maybe? High School yeah. on Guam. Yeah, so I did all of the school back home, and then I transfer. I did two years at the University of Guam, and then I transferred to uh, uh, Pepperdine University in Malibu. Right. Yeah, I know yeah. what Pepperdine is. Yeah. Dang. Club Med for Kids. That's what we called it. <laughs> Club Med for Kids. Dang. So you went there, and then you just went into being an anchor. Yeah, I right, I, right I, I was a reporter. You know, because I had started on Guam. Okay. I, I was a journalist back home for K, uh, for Guam Cable TV and KOEM. Really, since middle school, I did a show called Kids Eye on Guam for the uh, PBS. Or I think it was a PBS station. And that's kind of how it started. And then in high school, I hosted a game show for the PBS uh, station. And uh, it was called the Academic Challenge Bowl. Wow, we're okay. really going way back. And that was a game show for high school and middle school students. Okay. And Because I knew early on in middle school that I wanted to be in, in television. So that's kind of what sparked my interest. And so I did that. And then as soon as I graduated from high school, I went to the University of Guam. But I also started working at the TV stations back home. And then transferred to Pepperdine. And my first job out here in the States was uh, in Ventura County. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oxnard. Oxnard, California. So I've seen you on the on the news before, and I, but I never really, like, put the two together that you were a Chamorro. Ch yeah. yeah, you never know. Yeah. yeah. I and might be Japanese-Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I go to Mexico, that's, they do think well, that. Because, you, you, I mean, you, you speak clear. Very, very clearly. <laughs> you know, right? people always ask me that, especially when I first came out of for college. They're like, uh, you speak uh, English very well. You have right. no accent. And I don't know if it was a conscious effort growing up, knowing that I was going to get in this business, that I just, I don't know, I just... I mean, it depends, too, on where you're from the island. The accent is stronger in some parts of the island. We were from the north, right? you know, from the burbs. And so <laughs> we didn't really have, I mean, but there definitely is an island accent, and I get it back when I go home and start talking to, to my uh, family, you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you, you get the island accent back. Speak, so I tell people, we, we speak with, because they're always um, uh, interested, interested to know, do we speak English? Oh, so, yeah. yeah, we speak English on Guam, it, right. but we speak, you know, we've got the island accent, so. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, because... Uh, that, I think that's what kind of threw me off when they were like, oh, yeah, he's Chamorro. I think I saw you at PIFA. Yep, yep. You were speaking at PIFA. I was like, shit, Rob Santos is, is Chamorro? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. 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 And, it was, and it was cool It was cool to, to realize, you know, because then you kind of like, it's also uh, there was a DJ, DJ Big Boy who did uh, Jam Z90 for a little bit, you know, because I didn't oh, know he was right, Chamorro. Yeah. You yeah. know, I didn't know he was Chamorro. And Wait a minute. Was, I don't think I knew that either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's Chamorro. And he's like, well, I don't know. You don't really say that when you're on, on the radio or I guess when you're on TV. Yeah. You're like, I'm Chamorro. Like, but I want to know. Yeah, you know, as a young guy, I wanted to know that because I would have been like more inspired, true. you know, to do the arts and all that other stuff that yeah. it's out there. That's true. You don't hear about that, and especially in radio, because they don't really have an opportunity to do that. They're introducing songs, they're right. pro promoting something. On television, there were there were several times throughout my career. Any chance I get, if it, if of course it's uh, it makes sense, I'll mention Guam. So usually after that, then I'll get a, you know emails or Facebook messages. Oh, I didn't realize you're from Guam, or hey, half a day, you know. Right. But I did that, you know in my entire career, wherever I've gone. Um, and one of the biggest uh, feedback or responses was when I actually um, interviewed, uh, we were here, was it, yeah, it was a couple, three years ago, and we did a story. We interviewed uh, uh, all about the Chamorro Festival here, and gosh, like more than 200 responses from people all over the world, you know, right. sharing it. Yeah. 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 How does that feel like, because uh, this is what, your third one? Uh, gosh, I've lost track. Third or fourth, I forget. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm and sure you're all over. as well. Yeah, FIFA. Yeah, you kind of blend them all together a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, how does it feel like now that you're here and you now that people know that you're Chamorro and they're like, 
They're like, damn, you know, we didn't know. We didn't know that. Well, it, it, people, most of the people that are here kind of know that already, but it's funny because it just depends, right? So when I, um, it's always this thing between I'm doing all the Guam events, I'm doing a lot of Pacific Islander events, but then also the Filipino community claims me. Oh, really? So I'm Filipino to them. Uh, <laughs> and, and so I, I do a lot of their events. I do a lot of basically Asian Pacific Islander events. They have okay. always being asked to MC. And uh, some Filipinos don't even know that I'm Chamorro, and there are, I'm sure, some Chamorros who don't even realize it either, as you were talking about. Right. So uh, it's 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 very interesting. So what I've just come to learn is that whatever, right? We're all yeah. we're all whatever under one you umbrella. want me to be, baby, I'll be it. Yeah. <laughs> we fall all fall under the uh, API. You got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's nice to know like specifically where everyone's from. Also, uh, right now we want to uh, welcome uh, Danny Danny Blossy. He's been on the uh, show a couple times. Yeah, Danny Blossy. Uh, yeah. And Danny was the star of that interview when he came into Channel 10 and we did right. that piece. People just, you know, love that. They shared it everywhere, you know. Yeah. So Danny's uh, the president right now of Chetlu? Uh, past. Oh, our, you're not our current chairperson is uh, David Atalik. Oh, is he? Okay. And, oh, that's um, right. Yeah. I well, that's why you're out here drinking and thinking. <laughs> yes. So that's my daddy drinking. Yeah. I've yeah. Had Oh, look, it's our other host who's not on the mic. Hey, hey join us. Yeah, so we're very informal here on the Par, Par Bar podcast, uh, so you can cuss and all that good shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that guy. He's, he's supposed to be here helping, but whatever. I mean, he's been doing tomorrow, yeah. nobody will know, right? Yeah. yeah. If the he's been doing shave ice all day. Anyway, <laughs> there's yeah, so, a great story, Robert. There was um, on, that, on that morning, I think it was three years ago. Yeah, sounds about right, yeah. Um, there was this couple from Pennsylvania who saw that broadcast three years ago. And I saw them again today. And they said, Danny, because of that broadcast, we came out to the festival. And we've been coming every year since then from Pennsylvania. Wow, that's so, great. Uh, Jan and Joe from Pennsylvania. Wow. Um, thank you for sharing that story that warmed my heart because this is what they said. They said, Rich, that... When we came that first year, three years ago, they felt at home. They right. felt that they were going back to a church reunion in Pennsylvania. They loved the food. They loved the culture. They loved the sack man. Yeah. And, and so all the words that you can say and be people from outside of our culture to make you feel, wow, right. I had no idea. I've always lived this, yeah. but I had no idea that there's people that, and it surprises me each Every time it happens, I guess. Right. That's good to hear. I mean, especially coming from Pennsylvania. They were mahaling for anything tomorrow. And you don't get that, I'm sure, a lot in Pennsylvania. So right. come to the, the hub, right? The biggest, uh, I think the biggest tomorrow community outside of the island yeah. is right here in San Diego. It kind of reminds me when I first came out here for college and then, you know, worked at different cities. Um, I didn't... I didn't really, there was no Chamorro community, not even Pacific Islander community that I knew. So my friends became my family, you know. Right. From all, you know, many from here, but also in college. I mean, there were people from all over the world. And uh, it wasn't until I moved to San Diego, which was, let's see, about seven years later, did I finally sort of reconnect with the island, you know, with, right. with the, the, the people. And yeah. we were saying that on the podcast with David, um, like, if there was ever a time really to be proud and happy to be tomorrow, it's really right now. Yeah. It's, there's, like, a movement going. It's really, like, because when I was growing up in the 90s, there wasn't a bunch of Chamorro. There was a one company, Chamorro Style. 
And that yeah. was it. And everybody was buying them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you're Chamorro and you wanted it, yeah, cool. You know, like, we were getting them. But it wasn't like everybody was saying Chamorro. They were saying Guamanian. Yeah. Or they were explaining it through other ways. Like, oh, you know where Hawaii is? Like, you know what Hawaiian is? Yeah. They're like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. You yeah. know, something like that. That was usually the 90s. That was your explanation. Now it's mm-hmm. like, I'm Chamorro. Cool. What is that? From Guam, the Marianas, CNMI. Yep. That's Chamorro. Oh, kind of like Filipinos. No, get this shit right, because I'm going <laughs> to slap you again. <laughs> you know, like, get it right. And you explain it, and they get they get it. You know, like, our customs are different. Mm-hmm. Our ways are different. Our food is different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everything's different. And, and there's, a, there's a pride now that I've even seen the young kids when they're young and, like, they're 13, they're, they stand with pride. They mm-hmm. want the, the Fokai shirts. They yeah. want the Guam shirts. Yeah. They want they want to represent their Saipan at CNMI. They want to rep- represent, represent it a lot more than, than back then. I had a gold medallion, you know, because I loved I loved being Chamorro. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, that's great, you know. And it's it's interesting to see that perspective because, you know, being raised on Guam, you know, there there was already sort of that. We didn't even think about it, but being on Guam, we grew up, of course, watching everything American. Uh, So we watched American television. I grew up watching LA News, news out of Los Angeles on the island because our cable station on Guam carried everything. Basically, the, they recorded everything and then shipped it back to Guam, and we watched. I grew up watching L.A. News, Channel 7 Eyewitness News with Jerry Dunphy and Tony Little on Guam, and that's kind of what inspired me to get into the business. I love the way you said that. Yeah. It sounds yeah. so, Jerry like, Dunphy. official. Jerry Dunphy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so when <laughs> I finally, you know, official. I know, I'm the voice, yeah. God, yeah so when I finally started so working out here, it was uh, it was really cool to see. But it's interesting you talk about the, the, the differences but what I also found was a lot of similarities, you know. Um, you know, coming back from Guam, coming out here from Guam, I always, you know, you kind of always thought, uh, gosh, we have some weird food back home, right? You know, we roast our pigs and we make frittata, which is all out of the, the, the pig pig innards and the pig's blood. And we pig had all blood. those. I still don't like frittata. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah tried, I know. Man. I if it's can't. too fresh, it's, it's yeah, it's not, not good. But it's kind of like menudo. But, <laughs> but what I found was, so then I come back here and I start meeting people just through my experiences and stories. Like I had to interview an Irish family for St. Patrick's Day one time when I worked in Monterey. And they made a traditional Irish breakfast. And they I had Irish blood sausage. And I thought, oh, I thought we were the only ones with weird food. You know? But it's, here it is. It's blood sausage. And then the second thing was, remember when um, King, not King, uh, Prince uh, William and oh, yeah. Kate got married. Mm-hmm. They had a reporter there at... Uh, Kate's village, and he says, oh, behind me, you could see all the roast pigs, the pigs that they're roasting, and it looked exactly like we do it on Guam. They're just roasting it on that, you know, uh, whatever they call that. But it looked like on Guam, and I realized... Was it a wooden skewer? Skewer? Like uh, ours? uh, No, it was certainly motorized, I'm sure, but there it was just turning. A little bit more modern. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was just turning there, and I said, wow, so there's all these... When you go outside of the mainland U.S., and you go back to the mother countries, mother islands. Right, right. We all share the same. We've got our version of fresh something. Right, right. We oh, all yeah. make Live use of the land. land. Yeah. Carbon exactly. pica, yeah. chicken adobo. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of similarities. Um, you know, one thing about uh, our Chamorro culture, you know, you know that it's on the on the upward trend because we have I can name four Chamorro restaurants right off the top of my head. And so maybe in the past that wasn't the case, but there, people with these festivals are right. bringing people in. They're they're trying our food and they're supporting these restaurants and these businesses that further allow us to even perpetuate our culture and our language right. and gives a better chance to 
better preserve it. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks to organizations like Tedlu, you know, for uh, and Sons and Daughters of Guam for really preserving that and, and putting it out there on the stage. And people come. I mean, it's nice to see, you know, I mean, I safe to say non-Chamorros that are here, right? Right. And they're, I was just talking to two girls who go to school here at Cal State, and they were they were at uh, whatever booth I was at. I forget which one. And they said, uh, looks like that one comes with red rice, pack pack, and... <laughs> Finna, I don't know how to pronounce that. And so I heard them and I started, you know, teaching them what was what was it all about. And then they were really interested to right. find out, you know. As I told them, you might want to get the chicken Kelleguin right. bowl, yeah. you know, something, if you want a meal. Something to comment in. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think that is a really cool story that you brought up. Uh, and the reason is, is because to preserve our culture, our Chamorro culture that we are already doing right now, you need people outside of the culture to understand it, to be educated, and then to contribute to that preservation of the culture. We just can't do it ourselves. You have yeah. to. You have to have a big. You have to have a lot of allies yeah, that right. know the culture that can. Oh, I know that. I know they're, they're from Guam and the Marianas Islands and Saipan and all that. I know a lot about that. You right. know, and so that's what I think is going to be important for events like these. Absolutely, and each one of us is an ambassador. I mean, yeah, I would imagine growing up here, you guys have gotten all. All the questions growing up, you know, oh, yeah. about Guam and what it's right. all about. And I mean, heck, I, when I was at Channel 10, a couple of my coworkers there, uh, you know, they're in their 60s and they said, oh, Robert, gosh, we knew the, the, you know, we had our best friends growing up on Guam. We had the Titano family and we remember we used to go there and their, you know, their Nana used to cook for, I was like, wow, that's so good to see. But each one of us, you know, being an ambassador, essentially, I mean, throughout college, out of college, people constantly asking me about Guam, we were... We're all educate. We're all educators and ambassadors to the island. Right. Yeah. Wherever you walk, I mean, that's where that's where the Chamorros walk. Yeah. yeah. So, with that being said, we want to thank everybody out there in the crowd at the beer garden at CCF 2018. Yeah. Everybody having some a good time. We're gonna. We're gonna uh, we want to thank Rob Santos, uh, also a Chamorro. Are you still doing anchor? I'm, uh, Are you still an anchor? Yeah, I, I work for NBC7 now, but I'm a freelancer, so I come on whenever they need me. So NBC7 here in San Diego, and uh, you can find me, of course, on all the social media. Would love your support. Just search Robert Santos online on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, you, and follow me. Are you, yeah. like, on the, on the field, like, running around doing uh, Yeah, stuff? so I report. You know, I last worked for Channel 10. I was an anchor and, and a reporter, and I did weather for four years, a yeah. meteorologist. And uh, and then now I'm I'm reporting, so I'm a freelancer. Nice. But yeah, I love awesome. I love to, you know, to do more weather and anchoring there. But they need to hear it. They need to hear it from the people. So if you ever see me on Channel Seven, uh, write in and tell yeah. my bosses, hey, it's great you have Robert Santos. I remember him from the other channel. Now I'm watching you guys. Yeah. They need to hear <laughs> yeah. that. They need to hear that. They want to hear and that. And don't even tell them you're from Guam because then they're going to think my family is calling. <laughs> just just let them know that you're just we know part you of the great cousins, Rob. I know. Oh, is that Robert? They need to know it's coming from just the regular San Diego community. But, you know, one of the things I, I also do is I, I freelance an independent tour manager for this company, Day Trippers. And a lot of the people are seniors, manomcos, right, all from San Diego. And uh, it's always really cool to see when, you know, the non-Guam uh, folks, viewers, they remember me. They remember me sometimes even back to Channel 8. I used to work at Channel 8 in town as well. Hey. Um, that was back in the early 2000s, yeah. So all over the place. But thanks for your support. Robert Santos Online. I'm starting to start my new chapter. Yes. Nice. Rob yeah, Santos. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you coming. And Danny Bloss. Now the uh, what are you what are you doing now? You're not if you're not the, the chair of the 
<laughs> I'm 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 an advisor and I'm a team player. I contribute whenever they need me to. Like yeah. um, he's great. Wherever they need Daddy's me to great. go, I'll I'll do it. And yeah. uh, it, this we need is you at the par bar. This one, is the one best of our hosts. CCF. He's not even. He's over there drinking. He's not even yeah. helping out. We'd rather have you over here at the podcast <laughs> as a host. But anyway, uh, who would that, who would that host be, Rich? Uh, I'm here. He's literally <laughs> in line. Like I'm looking at his red hat from here. What a jackass. What does he sound like? What does he sound like, though? Huh? Uncle No Ho. <laughs> Rhymes with Uncle Ho Ho. <laughs> right. Anyway, we're going to get back to some music. Let you guys relax. We want to thank you guys all. You, wait, you know what I was just thinking? This, this whole beer, beer beer garden, we need to have that beer from Guam. When I go back home, we have that. There's Guam beer. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if it's made on Guam, but it says Guam beer. We need to make sure we got to get them wait, to wait, wait. get a spot. Don't be horrible if it's not made on Guam. Yeah. Don't be saying it's like Guam beer and it's from San Diego. Yeah. I know. Guam beer made in North Korea. I oh, know, Jesus. I know. It's just cool to see. Hey, Rich, That's how he's going to beat us. Rich. He's going to beat us with the beer in our spam. Rich, Rich well, unfortunately, hey. you see that a lot in pr some products. Why does it taste like nuclear? <laughs> Duh. We're zapped. We got all, <laughs> all of a sudden some surge of energy. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. We'll be right, right back. We're gonna play some Chabal music thank for you guys out there. And uh, come up here. We got some shirts to purchase. You can you can find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and uh, yeah, come up here. It's a podcast. You know, we're just informing people of the community and our stuff out there. All right. Thank you. Very worried. 
Papa is a worried man. Ah, worried man, I'm a worried man. I'm a very worried man. Hurry, babies, don't understand. Papa is a worried man. Yeah, awesome sound, everybody. I'm Jason J. What's up, yeah? No last minute jam session. Big up his power bar. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Fever, yeah, yeah. We're burning up with that island 
Said I'm sick of each other, but you don't wanna be alone. And when we're under the covers, you don't wanna let it go. All energy is borrowed, and at the end of this life, we'll have to return it. So who are we to just burn it? All of the energy is borrowed. And at the end of this life, we'll have to return it. So who are we to just burn it? I said to girl, you running all your makeup. You got what you want and I was trapped in the middle. And in my mind, you know I won't make up. Fumble with my lyrics like I'm stuck in the radar. I said, girl, you running all your makeup. You got what you want and I was trapped in the middle. And in my mind, you know I won't make up. Fumble with my lyrics like I'm stuck in the radar. We're burning up with that island fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got me hurting, hurting, tossing and turning. Burning up with that island fever. The way she's good for my body, but she bad for my soul. Burning up with that island fever. She got me hurting, hurting, tossing and turning. Burning up with that island fever. The way she's good for my body, but she bad for my soul. Burning up with that island fever. Yeah, original music, yeah. Austin Sider on the guitar, buddy. Woo! This is a compilation of words written down on the board of my dreams. This is a complicated line with too much rhyme and sound, it seems. But you seem to love when I love when I sing. The troubles do, the troubles do sing to love when I. Love when I sing, the troubles do, the troubles do sing And why I got to be so afraid When you know this feeling will never fade And so I got, so I got hold me And never let me go scold me Tell me that you love me, so please me For me and you might be grim, squeeze me let the juices of our love trip on me And never let me go scold me Tell me that you love me so please me For me in the mighty grip squeeze me Let the juices of our love drip down Drip down, yeah, yeah There is a hidden meaning in his trying that I can never understand and tell you. It's like there is a burning inside, starts to turn in my mind to explain what I do. But you seem to love when I 
Love when I sing, the troubles do. The troubles do sing to love when I. Love when I sing, the troubles do. The troubles do sing And why I got to be so afraid? When you know this feeling will never fade. So God, so God, hold me. Never let me go, scold me. Tell me that you love me, so please me. Put me in your mighty grip, squeeze me. Let the juices of our love drip on me. Never let me go, scold me. Tell me that you love me, so please me. Put me in your mighty grip, squeeze me. With the juices of our love drip down, down. Baby, keep it dripping, slow down the time. The clock from ticking, try to understand that it be a superman if you continue to slip or reach as fast as I can when you squeeze me. You please me, try your best not to leave me. I went to see you with the thirst, though. You know I'll be first in line. So let the juices of our love drip on me. And never let me go scold me. Tell me that you love me, so please me. Put me in your mighty grip, squeeze me. Let the juices of our love drip on me. And never let me go scold me. Tell me that you love me, so please me. Put me in your mighty grip, squeeze me. Let the juices of our love drip down. Oh, drip down. Oh, drip down. Oh, drip down. So let the juices of our love drip down. 